Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Bright Morning Podcast. I'm Elena Aguilar, and this is our special series, What to Say When You Hear Something Racist. All right, friends, in today's episode, I will be guiding you through the third P in the three P's framework, and the third P is possibility, and I'm going to help you think about how to evaluate the possibility in a situation which can help you determine what to say when you hear something racist. And it'll help you figure out whether you need to say something in that moment or perhaps at a later time. Before we get into this episode, I want to thank Heather R. from Illinois for being a podcast supporter. Your support really makes a difference. And for those of you listening, if you have appreciated this series, and you are curious about becoming a podcast supporter, you will find a link to that in the show notes. I also want to thank all of you who have left reviews on Apple Podcasts. Your rating and reviews really are helpful and mean a lot. And I want to specifically thank someone whose name might be LMR for their review. They wrote, I truly appreciate the compassion and knowledge you bring to educating educators. And I am so grateful for all I've learned and continue to learn from you. Thank you so much to the author of that comment. Really leaving a review is super easy. It's free and it really helps us. It's a great way to support the show. So if you haven't yet left a review on Apple Podcasts, hop over there and do so Thank you. All right, let's get into this episode. Today's episode is on the third P, possibility. And let me remind you, the three P's are purpose, power, and possibility. And these represent a series of reflection points for you to think through in order to determine what to say when you hear something racist. So in this third step, possibility, You're going to ask three questions. What's possible in this moment? What's possible with this person? And what might be possible in another moment with this person? Now, friends, if you are listening to this as you are walking or driving or doing something else and you wish you could jot down those questions, you could hop over to our Bright Morning Instagram feed where you will find these questions and other content from this series in a way that you can easily access and you can also share. And so if you are finding this content useful, I'd be so grateful if you would share it with others. All right, so to find answers to those questions, you'll need to consider four domains. I know I've got three questions and four domains and three Ps. There is an order for all of this. So the three questions, what's possible in this moment? What's possible with this person? What might be possible in another moment with this person? And then to figure out your answers, you're gonna consider these four domains. First, where you are in place and in time. Second, where you are internally. Third, where you think the other person is. And fourth, where you think the relationship is. All right, so let me explain these. First, where you are literally in that moment, the physical place, the time, 
the situational context. Here are some examples of where you might be physically. You might be in a team meeting. You might be out to dinner with friends. You might be in a one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone. You might be in an email exchange or a text chain with a whole bunch of relatives. You might be walking down the street and witnessing someone screaming racist things at someone else. You might be at recess hearing students saying something to each other. You might be in a conversation with your partner about a movie that you saw. So I'm talking about the physical location and the intersection between that location and the time context. So let me explain. In episode 112, I shared a story about an exchange I had with a teacher who said something really racist. And in that moment, I was standing in the hallway with him at the end of the school day. That's the physical place and the time context. Time context could be you are getting ready for work, it's in the morning, your teenage child is getting ready, maybe your teenager sees someone walking down the street, says something racist, and you're rushing to get out to work and to school. That's time and place. That's the moment. So acknowledging time and place will help you evaluate what might be possible. And I can imagine that as you are hearing me describe these example times and places, you're thinking, oh, there are some times and places where what is possible might be limited, whereas there are other times and places where what is possible might be more expansive. So when you're rushing to get to work, the possibility for conversation in that moment might be limited. When I was standing with that teacher in the hallway, the possibility in that moment was limited. When you're having a conversation with your partner about a movie you saw and your partner says something racist, that might be a moment when there's more expansive possibility. You know, you're just sitting on the couch talking about the movie. That might be a possibility there to talk. Now, acknowledging the possibility of the moment doesn't mean that you don't say anything in moments where there is limited possibility. So for example, when I was in that hallway with that teacher, I could have said, I'm really troubled by what you just said. It's the end of the day and this isn't the place for us to talk about this. So I'm gonna reach out later and figure out a time when we can talk. Or when you're getting ready for school and your kid says something, you can still say something like, hey, that's racist. What you just said about that guy is in conflict with our family values. And I wanna understand what you're thinking about, but we're late for school, so let's talk about this later. In those moments, you acknowledge that you heard something and you say, we're gonna come back to this, it's important. All right, so that's the first thing that you think about, time and place. The second element to reflect on when you're thinking about what's possible is what's possible in this moment with this other person based on where I am internally. You're really exploring how you are feeling, where you're at. You also want to consider whether you are able to tap into your hope and optimism, whether you are able to tap into those emotions. Because when you say something about something racist, if you aren't in touch with your hope and some optimism, the impact that you can have is going to be limited. If your hope and optimism can include hope for a deeper relationship or to help someone be who they really wanna be, or if you can connect to your sense of optimism that we can transform the world, then you're gonna be so much more powerful. You really need to be able to access your own hope and optimism. And if you are feeling physically exhausted or emotionally raw, 
then that might not be the best time to have a conversation. If what you heard was really triggering, if it activated a lot of emotion and it brought up a lot of past hurt, that might not be the moment. Now, again, this doesn't mean that you duck out of it and you never have the conversation. It's just an awareness in that moment that I can't do this right now. I can do it later when I'm more resourced, when I've processed some of the intensity, the emotion, but I can't do it right now. So in that incident with the teacher in the hallway, I could not have a conversation. My anger, my grief was so intense. I literally couldn't think. Now, I could have said, I want to come back to this. But at that point, I didn't have that skill. And there might be other times when you check in with yourself and you're like, I'm not feeling great right now, but I'm also not super sure what to say. And I'm going to say something. We want to be careful that our checking in with ourselves at this point doesn't constantly give us a way out. If you constantly feel like you are not able to have a conversation, then there's probably something bigger going on that deserves your attention, or it's worth really unpacking that fear. And again, if in the moment you're not able to say something or engage in conversation, you can still give someone a cue that the conversation will be had, that you heard what they said, that it raised some feelings for you, that you found it problematic, that you found it racist. And what you say might be contingent upon how you feel in that moment. So you might say something like, hey, I need to give some thought to what you just said, and I'm going to connect with you again about this later. Okay, so that's the second element, which is to reflect on where you're at, how you're feeling. And the third, when you're reflecting on possibility, is to reflect on where you think the other person is in that moment. Do you think that they can hear what you want to say right now? Do you think they'll be able to hear it better at a later point when they're in a different state? Now, this moment of reflection actually intersects with what your purpose is, what your intention or goal for the conversation is. And that's the first P that I discussed in episode 113. So you need to take a moment to think about how purpose intersects with what's possible given where someone is at. For example, if the purpose is to silence someone or contain a contagion, then maybe it doesn't matter if they seem really stressed or harried or exhausted. And this might also be a moment when your reflection on possibility intersects with your evaluation of power dynamics, where you think about danger and threat. But you know, here's the thing, more often than not, people think this isn't the right moment. They're not gonna be able to hear me. There's too much danger here. They're not in the right state. And that becomes a way out for too many people. Again, remember, you don't have to say something in the moment. You might go back to it, but you can also give them a cue and say, you know what, I'm going to think about this. I'm going to come back to this. But look, if you haven't given people a cue in the past and you're listening to this and you're like, I need to say something, it's okay. You can go back a day later, two days later, three. You can go back a week later or, hey, look, you can even go back a month or a year later. If that's when you realize... I need to say something. And yes, it does feel awkward to go back to someone and say, um, a year ago you used this phrase and it's really been bothering me for a whole year. I'm acknowledging, yes, that is awkward because it's like I've been carrying this around for a year. But are you in integrity with yourself? 
if you don't say something? Are you in integrity with yourself? And yes, maybe there is a risk to the relationship, but how true is this relationship if you've been carrying this around and you don't say something? All right. The fourth element of thinking about possibilities is thinking about the state of the relationship between you and the other person. And you can ask yourself how much trust is here, but you might also ask yourself how much trust needs to be here. Does there need to be trust? What is possible when there's trust? What's possible when there isn't trust? Sometimes you need trust and sometimes you don't need trust. This question about trust and your relationship connects back to purpose. If your purpose is to contain a contagion, to say to someone, hey, you can't use that word, maybe it doesn't really matter if there's trust. If your purpose is to educate, then it does matter if there's trust. If your purpose is to build a relationship, there needs to be some trust. And your relationship actually might get deeper because you speak up and say something. So don't let your fear that there isn't enough trust to hold you back from saying something. I've said this multiple times. There are so many places where our fear shows up and it says, oh, now's not the right time. We don't have the relationship. There isn't enough trust. They're not ready to hear it. I'm not in the right space to say it. This isn't a good moment. We don't have enough time today. Literally, I have to go somewhere in 20 minutes. Pay attention to your patterns, to your tendencies. What is it that blocks you from saying something? Where might there be more possibility than what you are assuming? And what could be possible? This third P, possibility, invites you to consider these four areas. Where you are at physically, in place and in time. Where you are at internally, emotionally. Where you think the other person is at emotionally. And where you think the relationship is. And it also invites you to think think much more broadly about what is possible. What is possible in terms of change and transformation? What's possible for your learning and growth? What is possible for you in terms of your ability to develop these skills and live in integrity with yourself? What is possible for your relationship with this other person? Thoughtfully evaluating what is possible in that moment is really important and it's essential to connect to a greater sense of possibility. And this reflection can lead you to decision-making around whether to say something now or later. Again, you might say something in the moment or you might say, I'm unsettled by that comment. I'm gonna give it some thought and come back to you. Reflecting on possibility helps you figure out your next steps. It helps you figure out what to say when you hear something racist. All right, friends, that is it for this episode. I have now introduced you to the three Ps to how reflecting on purpose, power, and possibility can guide you to what you can say when you hear something racist. Every moment is different and every moment reflects others in some ways. The more you practice using these three Ps, the faster you will internalize them and be able to respond in the moment and respond in a way that aligns with who you wanna be in the world. 
in our episodes coming up, we'll be going deeper into some of the topics that have come up that I said, we need to go deeper into that. There's more to say on this. We'll be exploring how you can respond to other people's emotions when you say something. I will be telling you, here's a whole bunch of things you can say. Here are some words. Try them out. We'll be exploring how you can have compassion and curiosity, how you can set boundaries. We will look at what a bigger picture learning journey might look for you as someone who is committed to dismantling racism and white supremacy. So that's what will be coming up. I want to remind you that this series is not just for educators. I primarily work with educators, but this series, like other content I've created, is for anyone. And so if you have found it helpful, please share it with others. And that's it for this episode, folks. I want to acknowledge Leslie Bickford's work as the producer on this podcast. And I want to also acknowledge Stacey Goodman, who does the sound engineering. Take care, everyone, and I'll see you next time.